Welcome to the Originals Podcast, a place where we can have conversations relevant to the young adults community. Hello, hello. Welcome back, guys. Hello. It is me, Dana, and GK today. Yeah. We're very excited to be back again, and we're joined by a lovely guest. Do you want to introduce her? A GK? very special guest, a very <laughs> lovely long-term friend of mine, Cherie Graham. Woo-hoo. We are very oh. honoured to have you on today, just Whoa. to chat all things life and motherhood yeah. and... Honoured to be here. Oh, stoked. Me. So stoked. We're glad to have you. It's going to be good. It will be good. Mm. I'm excited. I feel like there's lots of things that, because I'm obviously not a mother, it'll be good to learn some things and to see what that part of life is about. Mm. So I'm excited. Definitely. Cherie's definitely someone I have learned and am learning a lot from all the time. So. Oh, I'm still learning. So. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Good to Aren't know. We <laughs> well, small talk today. I thought of it just before we hopped on the mic. It was inspired by your shoe sock, sock shoe okay. sparkle. Mm-hmm. Mine is, do you put toothpaste on the toothbrush first and then wet it or do you wet the toothbrush and then put the toothpaste on? I'm definitely a toothpaste first person. Yeah, yes. Too. Okay, yeah, good. I had to think about it for a second. Same. Like, yeah, that's what I do. Yes, because <laughs> yeah. I was speaking to someone like a week or so ago, and they were saying that they wet it first and then put the toothpaste on it. And I, I was I like, the toothpaste would be real dry still. Yeah. That's the whole it kind of seeps down a little bit, ready yeah. to get foamy. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently, some people do it as well. They'll like wet the toothbrush, then put toothpaste, and then wet the toothpaste again because they're like washing off the, the like air or something from the night before. You know, like when you brush your teeth mm. and you like dry it, well, then like. It sits somewhere and all the particles get on it maybe. Mm. And so then they wash it first, yeah. then put the toothpaste. Mm. I could then be guilty of that sense. sometimes. Yeah. I think when I think about my routine. Mm. I was like, <laughs> how do you do it? How do I do it? I put it under the faucet. <laughs> Everyone does it differently. Yeah. Well, mm. good to know we're all on the same it, page yeah, at least. A, yeah, it is yeah. good to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone at home. Tell us how you do it. And if you have a weird way, because some people do some funky things. Maybe not weird, hygiene. like different. Different, different. different. We'll, we'll be open-minded. <laughs> <laughs> you should let us know on Instagram for death. Yeah. yeah. I'm keen to hear if there's any different ways. Yeah. You wouldn't have thought there's that many ways to apply toothpaste to a toothbrush, but you could be surprised. Maybe someone's a hectic flosser beforehand yeah. or maybe they use... I wish. I always feel so guilty going to the dentist. They're like, oh, yes, well, yeah, you've got a bit of build-up. It's like, yeah, I know, I'm supposed to <laughs> it's floss. It's so hard. I just don't do it. <laughs> I don't floss, but I always have a toothpick and I get made fun of so much for it. But, like, Ouch. I have, like, bars because I used to have braces as a kid. Mm. So... You can't get stuff out of it just, like, hanging out. Mm. I always have to, like, get, pick yeah. it out. Yeah. Mm. So. I knew someone that used to have an air flosser. An air flosser? What's yeah, that? Yeah, it's like a machine that looks like an electric toothbrush. Yeah. But it, like, high-pressure air in little oh – oh, it might be a continuous flow, I'm not sure, and yeah. you just go through each of the gaps in your teeth <gasps> with a – like at the dentist. Like at the dentist, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Where do you even That's find serious. something like that? I have no idea. <laughs> Sound like like airport duty free store. That's what. <laughs> <laughs> All right. OG recommendations. What mm. have you got this week? GK? I've got a good one. I listened okay. to a new podcast this week. Weird, bit Inception-ish to recommend a podcast on a podcast. Mm, However, it. it's by these two mums who they um, they run or they create a podcast called Beyond the Bump. That's their primary. Mm-hmm. So these two mums from the northern New South Wales coast. And they have partnered with um, Fisher Price oh. to do a 
play-based like info podcast so they've they're releasing an episode every week i think it's a five-part series first part came out this week listen to that so interesting to hear like you think fisher price being really bright toys and like noisy ugly very (laughs) offensively colored yes but they're so intentional with the way that they create every single item they Mm. produce and the age group that it's targeted at and the developmental stage of the person, like the age that they're targeting. It's fascinating. So the podcast is called Beyond Play. Um, I started listening to that and I was very interested in what they were talking about. So is it like they explain the toys and why things are like created? Not specifically. The the first one was um, talking about infants. So they were recommending like ideal toys for infants and newborns. So it's like high reward, low... I can't remember exactly what they said, but like say a crinkle toy, you get a from a minimal amount of effort, you get mm. a big response and that's yeah. good for a newborn to keep them interacting. Yeah. Or you wouldn't really think that newborns play with much, but already at a few weeks old, like my yeah. little one's all about the yes. little crinkle books and you're probably the same. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, so it was just interesting to hear like, oh, maybe I should be thinking more about what I'm putting around for my mm. baby to interact with okay, based on okay. where she's at developmentally. And I'd never thought like that before. So what That's about the cool. ugly colours? Is that a thing? Well. <laughs> Haven't gotten to that part well, yet. Well, <laughs> you just embrace it. <laughs> know, for right? the sake of the. I just bought one for Zeppelin last week. <laughs> yeah. <I'm> like, well. <laughs> they can't <laughs> see the, the beige things. Yeah. You know, the white it's things that are nicely them. coloured. Yep. They can't see it. So what's the point? Yep. So the yep. bright, bright stuff all the way. Yeah. Yeah. By quality, not quantity, that's the other. (laughs) And you just hide it when the guests come. That's right. (laughs) Big box. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. My um, recommendation, I just came straight from the beach. Mm. I was enjoying the sun, but it is getting very hot. And I listened to, at the beginning of the year, a great podcast um, episode by The Shameless Podcast. I'm not recommending podcast. Mm. It was good. But what I'm recommending is to use sunscreen because that's what it was. the episode was all about, how important it is to actually look after your skin. Oh. Because I think we know, you know, you shouldn't be in the sun, you should be doing this, you should have sunscreen, you should cover up. But as much as we say that, people will still go to the beach and use tanning lotion mm. or like only 15% SPF, which is not, like it is not enough, mm. especially in the Australian sun. Yeah, that's right. Like we're the closest to the hole in the ozone, so we're going to get – Burnt to a crisp. Um, and so there's this great sunscreen that I use from Mecca Cosmetica, mm-hmm. which is – it's just their brand. It's like a – comes in a black um, sunscreen bottle. And it's like – I think it's 50 plus. But mm-hmm. it doesn't smell like sunscreen. It smells like a nice moisturiser. Like you don't mm-hmm. feel – and you don't feel super greasy afterwards. Does it drip down into your eyes? That's my No, it doesn't. Okay. It's like a good consistency because I have really sensitive skin. Mm. So I used to get – I usually get rashes from normal sunscreens. I can't mm. use things like Banana Boat. I can't use any of the like stuff you buy from the drugstore or mm. from the Woolies. Like I just cannot. Mm. But this one – is just that nice in between. I often use the like zinky things, mm-hmm. but that stuff you have to like really rub in. It's you have to use so much, and it makes you look white for mm. three days yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Like yeah. it does not do it's really thick. It's mm. so yeah, gross. Yeah, yeah. So I really recommend this Mecca Cosmetica, their branded sunscreen. Mm. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, yeah, my I daughter Hannah's got similar skin. Yeah. She comes out in rashes. <gasps> I've never been able to find one that suits her. It's oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, definitely recommend yeah. that. Very mm. cool. How about you? 
My recommendations. So I've been loving the album Graves and Graveyards oh, by Elevation yeah. Church mm-hmm. in America. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. Um, puts my newborn to sleep yeah. all the time. <laughs> Heck yes. <laughs> totally recommend it for that. Um, and we just have it on play in the car yeah. all the time. The kids are like oh, singing awesome. it on the way to school. I'm like, there's nothing better than having that. Yeah. Rolling around in their heads throughout the day. <laughs> I'd awesome. much rather that. I mean, we have some other things that they sing too. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, ding dongs on repeat yeah. in my house, oh, yes. which I'm almost yeah, yeah. ashamed to admit. There we go. <laughs> which song's your favourite on the album? Um, what would you do? Okay. So the I I can't figure out if it's a guy or a girl <laughs> singing it, but. They have the most anointed, like, oh, wow. incredible voice and pretty much just sings What Would You Do the yeah. whole time and it's just – it gives me goosebumps even oh, thinking about it. That's awesome. It's like six minutes and it's just far out. You could, that's awesome. Yeah, even through the radio you can just feel the anointing and oh, like, wow. oh, man. Yeah. Well, that's so, going on on the way home. Yes. 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 I'll check it out. I haven't listened yes. to it yet. Yeah, me neither. It's one that I always like, I'm like, oh, I need for this one, but I never, I don't know, I just never get to it. Mm. Yeah. But I, that's good. Yeah. Mm. Check it out. Yeah, definitely. Well, cool. those are the OG recommendations. Yeah, they are. So good. <laughs> well, Cherie, we are so yes. thankful that you've joined us today. Yes. It's, um, as soon as we kind of started this podcast, I was like, obviously being in the motherhood zone, just thinking, mm. I just want to glean off some people that I have seen do it so well. Oh, my gosh. Um, you were, like, first on my list of people I wanted no to get way. into chat. So <laughs> take that as flattery. Don't believe me, but yep. it's so true. We've known each other for a long time now. We have. You met when I was 14. Yes. And what drew me to you was actually your oldest daughter because she was oh. and still is just one of the best people ever. I was obsessed with her as a baby. I know. <laughs> Too it's crazy cute. to think you were holding her the way she holds your babies now. It's oh. wild yep. and beautiful yes. and makes you weep. Yeah. So let's move on before that oh, happens. <laughs> but, um, no tears today. Oh, seriously. Let's <laughs> keep it together. Yeah. But um, can you just tell us a little bit about you, about your family? Yep. Okay. About me and my family. <laughs> um, do you want age? Like, how far do you want do me it. to go? Yeah, let's hear it all. <laughs> I'm 35. Come on. Yeah. I've been married for 17 years, yeah. um, which a lot of people are like, you're way too young to have kids that are 15 and 13 <laughs> yeah. and all the way down to newborn. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we've spread them out over. A decade and a half. Jeez. Um, got two beautiful girls, Lily and Hannah, that are 15 and 13. Two great little guys. Tiger is six and Zeppelin's two months now. So beautiful. Um, they keep me very busy. <laughs> and what else about me? I'm a lover of God, a lover of his people. Awesome. Um, just a lover in general. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm... My work life, I'm production manager down at Concrete Nation. I love that. Beautiful. Currently on maternity leave and (laughs) missing it a bit but loving every moment with my baby boy. It's also weird to go back to being a mum of a newborn as well as Mm. teenagers. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Two very different stages of development. (laughs) Yeah, and throw a six-year-old in in between and it's like... (laughs) Probably not a zone that lots of women would find themselves in either. No, yeah. Well, I started young, I suppose. Like, mm. yeah. Um, which has its benefits and also 
probably not something I'd overly recommend mm. and get the time to travel and, you know, enjoy married life too long before you become mm. parents, mm-hmm. which throws a whole other thing at you. Mm. Um, but what was that timeline like after That marriage? was only – so I was married at 18 – I was pregnant at 19 and had Lily at 20. Wow. So it was like two years probably close to the day that she was born. Um, So, yeah, it wasn't – I mean, you know, you enjoy the first couple of years of your married life but it just wasn't long enough to enjoy each other, you know, for long enough and travel when you could travel. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) do those sorts of things. Touchy subject for days. Yeah. Yeah. I know, me too. I missed out on a trip earlier this oh, year. But yeah, taking my girls. But yeah. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so you said that you were obviously a young mum and mm-hmm. that, that came with challenges. What were some of those things that kind of threw you for a loop that you weren't expecting yep. before you had kids? Um, I think when you're younger and this is not a put down to anyone <laughs> who's younger, <laughs> but you are a bit more selfish. Um, You're just kind of wading into the adult pool and, you know, learning about yourself really. And so I was someone who loved my sleep and Mm -hmm. that was definitely a shocker. I'm like, (laughs) these days I handle it a lot better. I'm almost excited to wake up and feed him. But um, yeah, back then that was like, that's a big shocker and and just a change of life. You know, I don't think people realise that... And our motto was to try not to let having a baby change everything about Mm, us. Like, you know, they're to join in with us Mm. and just kind of mesh in with our lifestyle. But reality is it's not always like that. And, you know, (laughs) you've got to pack a whole other suitcase wherever you go and think about feedings and timing for everything. And, um, yeah, and, and probably just the like how dependent the babies are on you and and children are on you that a lot of that can be kind of taken away I suppose for those early years of marriage and and yeah being young like really learning who you are and developing your character before you get to see that in your child and (laughs) they start showing you what your character is really like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a mirror. Yes, definitely. That's one of the scariest parts actually. Mm. One of the parts you're not prepared for. (laughs) Wow. Do you think that the perception of being a young mum was something that you had to come against a lot, was that? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember walking down like shops and being heavily pregnant mm-hmm. and literally had older ladies looking at me shaking their head. Oh, my gosh. Like, you're a silly young girl. And I was like trying to squeeze my wedding rings on right to the last day. Aww. Like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm married. It's okay. I'm Aww. not. <laughs> Even to this day, like I still have because people do kind of go – what, you look too young <laughs> and while I love that at this age <laughs> I'm like yeah no I had her when I was 20 like I wasn't 12 you mm. know um I feel like I have to defend myself mm. a little oh, bit gosh. um but aside from that you know and the judgment you come against from people that just don't know you mm. um I love it you yeah. Know? yeah do you think that having kids at a young age has made you more sympathetic and understanding of people who 
who also have kids at a young age? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I I mean, I would not recommend it. No. Mm. And I've already spoken to my girls about yeah. that because <laughs> they kind of go, well, mum, you got married at 18 and, you know, yeah. Lily's 15. That's only a few years away. I'm oh, like, my God. Oh, yeah, that's scary. <laughs> I'm like, honey, you like live a little and, yeah. and whatever, but I can definitely, um, yeah, sympathise or, or yeah. not sympathise because it, it's a choice, yeah. you know, to most people, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, you, you kind of know what they're going through and yeah. know what they're feeling and, yeah, you can you. relate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can see the bond I and I would probably attest it to the closeness of your relationship with your girls, that yeah. how beneficial that is even just talking them through their adolescence or Mm -hmm. because you're a lot more, you appear a lot more relatable to them and you can, you know, connect with them. Like watching your relationship with those girls is so beautiful. Like they are just the most beautiful, mature, selfless, like I don't even consider them like my friend's kids. Like I've said it and this was years ago that I said this I was like had a day with them and I was like it was just like hanging out with my friends and at the yeah. time they were probably like 10 and 11 <laughs> it was like they're just the sweetest girls and those boys are just little Tiger Cuties. and my Margot are just like I know he adores Margot what oh like five gosh. years age between yeah. them and they're just like little besties it's they really are. sweet so cute it's just a testament I suppose to the home they've grown up in Aww, and the parents they've got you. role models they've got yeah, yeah. I definitely reckon it's funny I'd I've learnt of late that I don't, um, especially for my girls, like I don't feel biased being proud of who they are because I think at the ages they're at, they've actually chosen like Mm. to overcome so many things themselves and chosen to make good decisions at the age they're at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That it's kind of, I go, yeah, I'm proud of them. Absolutely. I'm super, you know, um, impressed with the young ladies that they are now yeah. and they're becoming and and I love it and it's testament to them, not to me, mm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could take credit. <laughs> you can take some credit. <laughs> some, <laughs> I kept them alive, look. <laughs> They've learned it from somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. Someone. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, all that aside, any funny fails that you've learned from? I was trying to think about this because there's plenty of fails. <laughs> funny ones. I was like, hmm. All I know is like... When you're six-year-old, like, I pulled up in traffic the other day. Oh, it was probably a week or so ago. I've pulled up in traffic and I hear Tiger from the back here. I'll go uh, from the back seat. Like, oh, woman. Oh, and no. I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <gasps> oh, no. Like, I just – and then I spoke to Shano about it later that night. He's like, yeah, you do that a lot. Oh, God. Like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't want him – Having road rage or like, oh, no. <laughs> or like, woman, it's like, especially these days, it's not a prejudice Mm-mm. thing. It's not a, oh my gosh. I'm oh like, my gosh, so many things. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that's definitely a mum fail. I have to watch what I say when I'm driving. <laughs> oh gosh. And then how do you handle, this was a big question I had, mm-hmm. how do you handle like tough scenarios with the kids in terms of like discipline? Say if you had to pull him up for something he'd yeah. said, even though it might have hurt it from you. <laughs> that's the hardest so part. Hard. And that's that whole like character thing that's like, okay, I know mummy said it. Yeah. Um, may not be appropriate for you to say mm-hmm. it. or And I suppose it's that whole thing too of teaching them like because they hear things on TV, mm. they hear things in the schoolyard, mm. they hear things like everywhere and it's a little bit hypocritical when it's like, I know you just heard mummy say that but, yeah. you know. <laughs> Not for you. Mm. Um, But just teaching them, 
you know, what's appropriate and what's inappropriate for their age, you know, like the girls are so different mm. to Tiger. Tiger's that whole, oh, no, 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 we don't say naughty words like that mm. or we don't yeah. do things like this and, you know, trying to teach him to be a little gentleman. Mm. Um, and I think the biggest thing across the board is communication. Like yeah. they're not silly. Children are mm. actually quite switched on and yes. they absorb everything. Mm. And so just communicating why um, we're not impressed with something or why we say, no, you can't do this or have mm. that or, or whatever, particularly with the girls at the age they're at, mm. um, you know, social media is a thing and whatever. It's like we're against it. That's us personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we have it, but I feel like their maturity level is not at a point where, you know, they can handle the comparisons, Mm. especially being young girls. The comparisons and the bullying that happens on Mm. there and that. It's like from 18 you can choose your way but now I'm protecting you to a certain degree. You know, you've got to teach them resilience and things like that but we just explain all of that to them as to why you're not allowed to have this or Mm. we'll give you other things and we'll you know not mollycoddle you too much Mm. but just protect them to a certain Mm. degree Mm. and and so yeah I mean when they were little we we weren't shy of giving them a smack on the hand Mm. or whatever for discipline and um zeppelin will certainly (laughs) be the same (laughs) but you know these days it's it could be time out and they all respond differently to like some some of them a smack was like, okay, that's all they needed. Um, whereas like my Hannah Boo, she, you just had to look at her and she was like, oh, oh yeah. it broke her heart. Like, I know you disappointed in me, mum. Oh, like that was punishment was enough and she's like, I'm so sorry she is. Yeah. So you'd almost have to try and, it's okay, honey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because she'd punish herself. It's like oh. time. So, yeah, it's discipline is different for every child and what works for one doesn't work for all. But I do find communicating, even with Tiger, communicating why we don't do a certain thing mm-hmm. or why mummy and daddy aren't happy that you've done that or said this mm-hmm. or, yeah. It's um, really nice to hear. I think oftentimes, like, when you think of kids and the way in which parents communicate with children is – like a child will ask, why why can't I do that? And they'll just say, oh, because I said so. Yeah. And that never actually gives them the opportunity to learn and to yeah. grow. It's just a closed door rather mm. than an explanation. Mm. And kids are the most curious little totally. creatures. Yeah. So being able to understand the why yeah. behind mm. actually explains so much more yeah. and gives them the opportunity to then have their own kind of intelligence and to grow exactly. that. Yeah. So I think that's really like yeah. fun fact to hear. And I reckon you. it's like I've my Margot's two and a half and it's like the amount of things that she'll repeat back to me that I've said to her once two weeks yeah. ago. Mm. It's and it's just kind of a reminder that it's never too young to start. Yeah. And I suppose I feel like when they're really little, so maybe before she was two, I kind of felt like there wasn't much getting through in terms of explaining the why behind things. So you take a bit of a different approach to, you know, stopping bad behaviours or whatever, negative behaviours, bad choices, whatever you want to call it. But now she's at an age where we can take a different approach where time out for her is like she does not want to go to time out. (laughs) And it's like, great, well, I don't have to feel like rubbish for taking a different approach like I'd used to do or whatever. Now we've got options. We can discuss things a bit more. Yeah. Hopefully, some of that's sinking in, and I reckon it is. Like it is, at only yeah. two and a half, like, yeah. But I feel like it's that's 
probably been in my experience the most difficult path to navigate because it's yep. could be a hundred times a day you're saying don't do that or don't touch that or mm. you know <laughs> don't touch that because but yep. or don't and it's like that perpetual and that part doesn't change no. <laughs> I mean I'm still like that with my teen girls sometimes I'm like how many times have I told you to clean your room but you know, you know what that's good to know though yeah. because it's like oh, okay well let's yeah. just get used to this yeah. and let's overcome this feeling of totally. like, feeling like you're failing every no. day or oh my gosh I don't think I don't think parenting ever stops. No. Like, does it? <laughs> I still call my mum and I'm 35. Like, mm. does parenting ever stop? I'm not yeah, sure. That's right. You know, yeah. so yeah, definitely pressure off. And <laughs> oh, thank goodness and, for that. And it, it is. It's ever changing. Like putting Lily and Hannah in timeout right now wouldn't really do mm. anything. Mm. <laughs> They'd be sitting in the corner of the room like, yes, yeah. <laughs> I needed some downtime. Yeah. <laughs> But, you know, confiscating something off them, mm. you know, mm. is like something that's valuable to them, whether it be a phone or, you know, going out with a friend or something. It's like, oh, that hurts. Like, I don't want that, yeah. you know. Mm. So there's different things for different times. and must be so wild to have such a broad yes. spectrum yeah. of, yes, like strategies for different ages and personalities. That's how, wild. How have you found found sorry how have you found the difference between having two girls and now you're having two boys yeah how has that kind of shift felt for both you and your husband weird (laughs) (laughs) I only said it to Shano the other week I was like this is like we were a mum of girls you know and I never in my wildest dreams thought we would have more and then along came Tiger and then Zeppelin and I'm like just realising that the girls are going to be out of home soon enough Mm. and I'm going to be a mum of boys. Like (laughs) how many people get to experience, you know, the polar opposite in their lifetime? So um, obviously I'll still be a mum of girls but, you know, little boys who are dependent on us and, yeah, all the things that come with that and (laughs) the energy that comes with that. Oh, Oh, gosh. It's a energetic. Oh, my gosh. A whole list of other conversations. Totally. Girls from boys. Yeah. Girls from boys, you know, colouring pencils for girls. Boys, it's like, my goodness, yeah, Mm. you need a lot of energy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Bless. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, that makes me feel a lot better. But even, like, having witnessed, like, looking – I used to babysit the girls when they were babies and, like, so cute. And now (laughs) just, like, seeing how they're beautiful young women and – you obviously did something right, so I'll take that advice. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <sighs> what are some things that you think you could not necessarily recommend but some things that you have really been intentional with? Because obviously you mm. mentioned that why behind the what with yeah. your disciplining and your consequences. But what are some other things that you really stick by as a mum yeah. um, with your kids? Sure. Um, for me, I know – like my upbringing, I pretty much just remember mum always saying like treat others as you'd want to be treated and it so relates back to really, you know, God is love and Mm -hmm. love your God, love his people. Um, And and so I suppose I naturally not drum it but, you know, um, gently remind (laughs) my kids of that all the time and I'm very intentional about that because, you know, I mean, life is life and there's Mm -hmm. ups and downs all the way along. You can't protect them from everything. You can't, you know, um, shield them. You can't tell them what to do really once they get to a certain point. So it's kind of 
teaching them that resilience and teaching them kindness and just mm. to yeah treat others mm-hmm. as you'd want to be treated and would you like that if someone did that to you or if that hurts you why yeah. would you want to inflict that on somebody else and you know just the grace and and love you know that you know the only way you can show them that is to be that to them yeah. as well and to show them that they're loved unconditionally yeah. um you have to be or I've been very intentional as the girls are getting older and, and even now as Tigers slowly, you know, getting there too. I mean, they all get older but um, just to never be surprised, yeah. um, to always be there for them no matter what. So yeah. they can tell us absolutely anything, yeah. um, even something that a parent really doesn't want to hear and you just remain calm you might be shocked on the inside but don't don't show it on the outside and just okay like I'm glad you told me let's find a way through this you know because I mean that's really what what it's all about Mm -hmm. too you know they get to an age where they don't want to be afraid of talking I want to be the person and I know Shane wants to be the person that they come to Mm. because I don't want other people just giving them advice you know willy-nilly or from their experience or Mm. whatever you know because that can be anything Mm. um so if if they can come to us and feel comfortable coming to us and and knowing that we've got their back and mm. that they can't shock us mm. yeah. um, no matter how bad it is that we're there to love them mm. and not judge them ever and, you know, um, that's obviously probably more so as they get into yeah. those teen years, mm. you know, Tiger doesn't have a great understanding of that but, <laughs> um, you know, but still even at that age to, to tell us when something hurts or, yeah. or they're going through a situation that, mm. you know, is uncomfortable or, or just teaching them you know what to be aware of but Mm -hmm. to be resilient through and and um yeah like friendships change things change everything's a lesson Mm -hmm. for later in life yeah everything is you know and I constantly tell them that it's like this lesson is actually not about the dishes or whatever (laughs) it's about you know working hard or sticking at something or doing something without being told because later in life you're going to need that yeah you know so everything's a lesson yeah sure um but yeah we just without it sounding morbid like all we ever do is like (laughs) drill rules into them you know but we have fun too and we Yeah. yeah um we show them that balance as much as we can. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I love that always being the safe place that your kids can. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's it's, awesome. Yeah. It's this idea. I My friend was telling me about this great podcast series that she listened to, um, like Christian one, about it's the idea of the first introduction. So if you can be the one that can bring the concept or the idea to your children or to other people, then that's the way in which they perceive it and then yeah. understand it yeah, wow. to be. So, so positive or negative. Yeah, positive yeah, or wow. negative. Yeah. So if you're a parent who says, I'm open, you need to like come to me, we'll work through this together, this is the situation you're going through, this is how it can be better, then that can actually shape things, like you said, in a mm. positive or negative way. That's often how different cultures approach things like sex and marriage if that's really important in their culture and that is brought to their children in a positive light then they'll actually see those things as healthy um 
Same with food. If you have a healthy yeah. relationship with food from mm. a young age, then mm. as you get older, you continue that. Mm. So it's it's very true. It's so important. It's very true. Yeah, it wow. is. Yeah. And sometimes you have to reset that. Um, mm. Yeah. Wow. You know, we've had to do that a couple of times in our experience. Um, you know, and things start so much younger these days than mm. what. Oh well, I can't say these days, but you know, than what I was ready for. Yeah. Um, and to reset mindsets mm-hmm. or what they've heard from friends or whatever yeah. it's you know you may not be ready it's very uncomfortable <laughs> to yeah. have some of those chats but it's so important mm. because they need to know what's right and yeah. you know what we um believe at home and what our mm. morals are and, yeah, and that totally. sort of thing and, and obviously they'll make their own way yeah as they get older but mm. I don't think you ever depart from that really no. you know um, unless you've been um, compressed so much that you rebel, you yeah. know, which is why we try and communicate. Mm. This is why. So they've kind of got a choice to make yeah. and and they choose to make a good choice or, hey, if you get yourself into trouble, then we're here for you too. Yeah. But, mm. yeah. yeah, wow. Awesome. With yourself then, taking those lessons, obviously now you're stepping into a different stage of life. You're mm-hmm. doing project management mm-hmm. and that's something new. How have you gone from being a full-time mum to then doing that while still maintaining that relational yeah. and loving, you know, everything yeah. that you do as a mum but flowing that through into your work life? Juggle. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> that's hard, like going from being at home – all the time and and having dinner ready and you know all those things feeling um, on top of things yeah, yeah. <laughs> um to you know like not getting home till six o'clock like toast <laughs> <laughs> um you know that that took a little bit of getting used to um and I've managed it they don't just live on toast <laughs> but um yeah, the, the mum guilt that comes mm. with that mm. is real. Yeah. That's super real. Um, you don't care so much about your job as mm. much as you do because, like, your job first and foremost and people kind of go, oh, stay-at-home mums, whatever, you're so lucky and this <laughs> and that. And it's actually hard. It's, oh, yeah. it's really hard to be a stay-at-home mum, um, to be on top of not only yourself emotionally but your children and, you know, find who you are and remain who you are as well as being a mum and then you know work life and that on top of that is um, I'm just really fortunate because the company I work for is a family company and so um, I was one of the first with them and they would love having the girls there and tiger whenever I needed it and if I needed to leave it was you know or for I never missed athletics days and things like that so so I'm very fortunate in that way Mm -hmm. and I'd always make make time to be there for all those special things and and they have to be a priority because your children have to know that they're a priority over work yeah um work is always going to be there unfortunately we have to make money to survive (laughs) so um you know it's always going to be there but your children are only young for so long and that like all those things that we were talking about earlier and instilling that unconditional love and that priority and to make them feel like they're important um is worth more than anything you could make in a job so yeah um, you just do what you've got to do. Yeah. <laughs> really, I don't know how you do it. You just <laughs> get through the other side. I mean, I'm on maternity leave now. I'll go back. But you just 
do what you've got to do as a yeah. mum. You, you really do. Um, and it's tiring sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Some days you kind of get home from work and you don't want to hear about everything. <laughs> it's like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> but you have to snap yourself back into it and go, yeah. let's be intentional about talking about it over dinner or mm, yeah. I'll put you to bed and read you a book. And, and really they only need five minutes of your time to have those happy memories of, yeah. you know, yeah, growing up. So, yeah. yeah. Practically, did that mean you had to be prepared ahead of time with yes. like school prep so prepared. or like uniforms? Like Sundays and- would be our big cook-up day um I don't do that at the moment I should probably go back to that <laughs> but the girls are amazing too like Lily loves cooking so mm, awesome. um, she often puts her hand up and creates things that I have never known to create so I'm like <laughs> oh that's I awesome I might have a little chef on my hands yes. but um yeah just being super prepared absolutely because if you're not if you're not prepared from that Sunday night then it's usually a week of toast and, <laughs> and you know just feeling all over the place and frazzled Mm, like and that's probably what makes me good at project managing too Mm. I suppose you know you kind (laughs) of they go hand in hand because you're managing this family yeah um and I'm I like protocols and procedures. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be a project manager, yeah, so yeah, I know the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, make everything organised. That's <laughs> cool. Um, but obviously home life and children, you need to relax that a little bit. I had, yeah. had to kind of balance and remember they're not <laughs> employees that I'm like, no. get this done, do that, do that. <laughs> Just, um, yeah, be a mummy. Before you were working, Mm -hmm. this is kind of where I feel like at the moment, I feel like I don't, it's, there's not, I'd feel like there's not always time for like me time. Yeah. Mm. And I, I know that would be the case with so many mums, like being at home with a three month old at the moment, three, three months. Oh my gosh. Where's the time gone? (sighs) Three months. It's, it is quite time demanding. You don't have a lot of time between feeds to get a lot of stuff done or go out or, you know, it's sometimes it just feels like more of a mission than yes. the reward will <laughs> <laughs> repay. But did you were you intentional about that in that season as well? Maybe before you started yeah. working full time. Yeah, um, I used to study. So when the girls were little, I did online studying, um, and that was for me. Mm-hmm. I, I did my bachelor in ministry just to. I think I got to a point where hearing the Wiggles and Mickey Mouse mm-hmm. was like, I felt myself just going like I feel dumber Mm. (laughs) (laughs) am I getting dumber like you know you you then go out and interact with adults and they're talking about politics or what's happening and Mm, you're kind of going I can tell you what happened on the last episode of the wiggles like Mm. that's you know I just felt like I was not like I was losing my identity Mm. a bit um so yeah when the girls were little I studied online um which you know made it easy from home I Mm -hmm. could do that and it made it possible um and that felt like I I got a bit back for myself Mm um but could juggle the girls too and then um after I finished that like I would do things and just going to the gym Mm -hmm. was like my me time you know um not always about fitness although that you know, also makes you feel good and that sort of thing. But Mm -hmm. it was just that time where I could just work out Mm. and almost release frustrations and, you know, yeah, endorphins (laughs) to like get me through the rest of the day or the week, you know. Um, 
definitely, yeah, just doing that and catching up with girlfriends and that. Um, I did mum's group for a little while with Tiger when he was a baby. Mm-hmm. So meeting people where you're at, you know, in the mm-hmm. same phase of life and that sort of thing is I think that's important too, mm. you know, because you don't feel like you're on your own or mm. you're the only one mm. going through <laughs> this or that or whatever. It's like, no, this is real. Yeah. It's real life, you know. Yeah. Um, and you, you do naturally gravitate, I think, towards people with, that are in the same phase of life mm. yeah. as you. It's, you know, your single friends don't really get it as much, mm. not that you leave them behind, <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's probably, I mean, having a good husband that allows that time to you too yeah. makes a massive difference. Yeah, that's cool. Mm. Yeah. I think as someone who is single and before that stage in my life, I often hear my friends who are mums talk about that feeling of that almost like a loss of identity. Mm-hmm. It's They want to love their kid and be that and they do, but it's also you are your own person and yeah. that is that shift that you – often don't realise, you hear about it. Like in my head I'm like, oh, yep, that'll happen when that happens. But there's nothing like experiencing it and having that feeling of, you know, like you said, being alone but then also you have your kids, you have your husband, you have your friends, you have this. So it's like, oh, so much to juggle. So it's nice to hear that there are ways you can build yourself while still building others around you. Totally. And the flip side of that is when your kids aren't with you, it's like (laughs) – you feel <laughs> empty. <Yeah. laughs> it's like, where are my children? Mm. You know, they're, they're such a part of you that yeah. um, you kind of want to be your own person but then it's like, oh, you feel empty yeah. when they're not It's there. like you get through a, maybe a tough day and the minute they go to bed you're looking at photos yeah. of them. All like <laughs> or going in and watching them vi- sleep yeah. and hold their hand. Seriously. Motherhood <laughs> yep. is so profound. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, yep. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I think I think that was really good. And I'm do you have any other questions that you want to ask or so many but <laughs> so many but probably just encouragement for parents who yeah. maybe are just in a tough spot or yeah. just um the biggest thing is definitely you're not alone. Yeah. yeah. I think um the perception that's out there and even you thinking that I mean I can't sit here and go yeah I know what I'm talking mm, about because mm. seriously do I I don't know mm. you know um that everyone struggles like mm. man we all cry in Kmart sometimes <laughs> you know we all have those moments and that is um it's nice to know when you're going through things or tough times or whatever that you're not the only one experiencing it yeah. and I think that's the biggest thing in mums you compare yourself yeah. so much mm. like she seems to have it all together how can how did she get her body back so quickly how did mm. she you know how does she her child sits there nicely and mine's like running around <laughs> and you know like the comparison is like mm. the worst thing so you're not alone um I think that you know, the dishes will always be there and, and sometimes, like, you just have to take those moments that are more important to sit there and and love your babies, yeah. Yeah. you know, because it goes so, so quickly. Mm. Um, you know, like, it's still, it's kind of crazy, like, Lily in my head is still two, you know. <laughs> like, wild. she's not 15 and, and you know, she's going to be out of the house soon. It's like, 
no, mm. surely not. Like mm. that was just a couple of years mm. ago, right? You know, um, so you've just got to love every moment, the hard moments too. And they are hard, mm. you know, but that it's so rewarding. Like, yeah. you know, the, the watching them grow and hearing the I love yous mm. and, you know, the little cuddles you get. And then as they get older, just watching, you know, the young men and women that they become it's mm, yeah. it's that's more reward than anything you know yeah. and it's worth persevering through it's worth you know mm-hmm. everything that you put yourself on the line for really mm-hmm. like you know you do um struggle through <laughs> a lot mm. um but it gets easier yeah. you know and it gets more and more rewarding I think yeah. you know Shane and I were only just saying that I mean Zeppelin's only eight weeks old, but the reward from birth to now that he started smiling, it's mm. like, you know, you would know too with yeah. holiday, it's its kind of, oh, wow, that not putting anyone off having babies, but, you know, that initial first few weeks is like a real shock to the system yeah. and yeah. everything post-baby, but, you know, the second they smile, it's like, man this is worth it. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, you know, and it's like that all the way, like you're gone for the rest of, of your yeah. life, you know, like yeah. they just need to smile and call you mum, and you're like, yep, yeah, this is worth it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. So good. Well, thank you so much for joining thank us today. Thank you for having me. Oh, so yeah. good. Oh, so many really questions. Nice. Yeah. I feel like I might have to get you back again at some point. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah. I really appreciate you coming and chatting and giving your advice, but also just sharing some about you. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Thank Love you. you. Love you too. <laughs> <laughs> well, everyone who's listening, thank you for joining us as well. We hope you learned something today and just gained some new knowledge about what it's like to be a parent because mm-hmm. this isn't just for mums and for women. This is for guys as well. Mm-hmm. There's so much you can learn about being a dad but also how to be a husband and to help through that yeah. journey so, so good. thank you for joining us and we'll be in your ears in another week okay bye 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 thanks for listening if you want to learn more about our community check us out on instagram at hwy originals we'll see you next week